Welcome to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Ann Marie, and I believe that heart-centered leaders are meant to build businesses that change the world. After helping hundreds of entrepreneurs do just that, this podcast was a clear next step to fulfilling my mission. Our goal here is to uplift the soulpreneur community, teach magnetic marketing tips, help others pursue their purpose, amplify their magic, and sell their offers in a soul-aligned way. I am so glad to have you here. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, Soul Family. It's so good to have you back for another episode. And today's episode is with a near and dear friend, Mr. Patrick Murphy. Hello, Patrick. Hey, how you doing? Good. (laughs) I am uh, just going to dive into an introduction for Patrick because I have known Patrick for a short but long time. Um, (laughs) For those of you who know me, I moved to Colorado in October, and I think Patrick and I met, I don't know, sometime in the winter, and we connected immediately. Um, A friend introduced us because Patrick is the founder of Inlet Communities, which if you have not heard about Inlet yet, and especially if you've not heard about Inlet, but you're a healer or a coach or, you know, somebody who's interested in being a part of a conscious community, I highly suggest you type it into your browser ASAP because Inlet is designed for people to find a place where they feel at home, people who are into the woo-woo, the spirituality, the healing, the holistic lifestyle, all the things. Um, So there's a lot of great resources and a lot of great people on the platform. Uh, So thank you for creating Inlet, Patrick. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And additionally, Patrick is a Gemini, a manifesting generator. He has 20 years in sales and marketing. So what was your, what was your motto that you said before? Oh, I I like to say that I speak full woo-woo and full corporate and I can translate between the two. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So whichever side you lean more towards, this is going to be a great episode for you to tune into because there's going to be a bit of both. Um, so technically you're a tech founder, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the marketing, the sales, and also Patrick does energy healing. Um, he's stepping into the coaching world and he's sharing a lot of this wisdom he's picked up over the last 20 years um, with people who are ready to really step into their soul's purpose and their mission. And um, yeah, so just really excited to have you here today and dive into some incredible topics. Yeah, thanks. I am so excited to be here. We always have fun conversations, so we'll see where this one goes. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I would love to just kick off today with you sharing what your mission is. Um, I just shared a little bit about the mission of Inlet, but I would love for the people who are listening, you know, especially for those people who are like, I know what I want to do in the world and I kind of know my mission. Like, I think it's so activating to hear someone like you who's clear on it and doing the work, talk about it. So let's start there. Yeah. I'm, I'm suddenly, I'm like, Oh, like, I don't know if I've actually fully articulated like what my personal mission is, but, but it kind of ties in with that of Inlet, which is um, such that everyone may find belonging through community. 
And, you know, to expand on that from a personal standpoint, it's really such that everyone can find belonging within themselves to shine in their brightest light, to uncover their brightest light and light the way there, you know, and then light the way for others. I love that. Thank you for sharing it. You're welcome. Yeah. And so it's interesting because, right, like our mission is so deeply rooted into us. And, you know, if you believe in past lifetimes, I think that mission has been like building and building and building. And we've had so many soul contracts and lessons throughout our lives that help us learn how we can help others with that mission, right? I'm sure you got tested in who you are a million times throughout life, right? Uh, yes, throughout this life and past lives. I've got two very unfortunate past lives that uh, ended very poorly that actually, that I once I uncovered them, were uh, they kind of uncovered why I had so much trouble trusting my intuition and trusting my gut. And so one of which is I've got witch burned at the stake past life. Um, okay. And it was unique in the sense that it was a male witch burned at the stake. Um, and then a different one was uh, like thousands of years ago, Native American medicine healer. And there was a woman that was brought to me who just didn't want to be healed. And the rest of the members of the of the tribe just didn't understand and they didn't accept that. So I got cast out and then I got eaten by a mountain lion and that sucked too. So yeah, <laughs> two, two very unfortunate uh, past lives. And so no wonder I have trouble, a little trouble. Uh, <laughs> Trusting my intuition. Because <laughs> yeah. when I do, I die. <laughs> or at least that's yeah. the story that formed. <laughs> that's the ultimate, like, yeah, don't do your mission. It's dangerous. Yeah, totally. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's great to, you know, I've, I've done some past life regressions. And um, I actually have a friend staying with me currently. She's visiting from New York and she's a hypnotherapist. And she's like, how do you feel about us exploring your past lives? And I'm like, I've been there. It's interesting. <laughs> amazing. I love this so much. Okay. I okay, I think this is actually like the universe telling me to dive more into my past lives because I've never done a past life regression session. Like these, you know, these two came up just kind of in my own, you know, healing journey. But you're I think you're the third person this week to mention past life regression to me. And so I, you know, anytime I hear something in my field from the universe three times, I'm I feel uh, let's say called to check it out because <laughs> it's yeah. it's been something I've been more, you know, that I've been curious about. And I, I've got a friend who does that. So, yeah. <laughs> mm, here's your permission slip. And also there's. for anyone listening who's like, what is that? Um, here's your permission slip. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, I'm curious as an energy healer and also as somebody who um, has this background in marketing and sales, um, you know, what kind of advice would you give for somebody who is maybe in the first one or two years of their business journey and realizing like, oh, my mission also scares me. Like, how would you encourage them? What practices or what, um, what instances of bravery would you tell them to go for in order to let their mission be louder than their fear? Oh man, how much time you got? Because I could go off on this question for a while. Um, <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. I always say, and I still do this to myself because because I or with myself because I when I'm trying to discern whether something is for me or whether it's aligned, and then also the nuance um, piece of okay, is this 
is this fear coming up or is this actually a blockage coming up of like, this isn't meant for me? And I always say that when I feel an equal amount of fear that I'm facing as the, when the fear that I'm facing is equal to the wind at my back and the momentum push that I'm feeling from the universe, that's the sweet spot. Because you're, you're being pushed in that direction. You're being supported in that direction. And I feel as, I mean, the visual that I get when I, when I drop in is it's as if, you know, either there's a bunch of hands holding me up or there's so much wind at my back that I can't fall backwards, that it's supporting me there to actually look that fear in the face and say, what do you have to tell me? What are you trying to, to protect me from? And, and I think that truly one of our biggest fears, I actually posted on Instagram about this a few weeks ago. One of our biggest fears is actually stepping into our full power because that means so many things. It means that we might outshine our current peer group, right? It means that we might outshine our families. It means that we might be, let's say, quote unquote, more accomplished than or earn more money than or have more clients than so many people. And, you know, we as humans are just sort of wired and programmed to the middle 50%. And it takes, I mean, you know this, like you're a leader. It's, it, it's a lonely road sometimes because when you're out there creating your own business, and I've definitely experienced this with Inlet, there's things that come up that you can only talk about with other people who are actually doing it. Because, you know, from your friends that are working, let's say just like a, a normal nine to five, you know, the advice you're going to get is like, you know, good job, great, you know, keep going. Um, or they might even tell you to take a step back because they're fearful for you. They're fearing for your safety and they don't want to see you stumble and fall. But you know, when you're climbing that mountain, you're going to stumble and fall. You're going to get scrapes along the way and maybe even some scars, but, you know, scars often have cool stories. And, you know, later on in life, it's like, what, what can you pull from those scars? You know, what, what can those, like, what stories do those have to tell? And often it's a story of resilience. And I think that's what's you know, at the core of what is required to really step into your path um, and and your your brightest light. Mm. Oh, there's so much juiciness in there. Thank you so much for diving straight into that wisdom. And um, I love this piece about how you discern. And I think it's so helpful for people to hear that, especially. Um, in the context of how do I build a community that's aligned with this next level version of me? It may mean changing your diet, whether that's through your senses, through your conversations, right? The, what you're taking in, what mm -hmm. you're, what you're accepting, what yeah. you're setting boundaries for, right? And you also touched on this piece of like, we can't take advice on business and how to succeed in business from people who don't have businesses. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're not going to go to the, the trainer at the gym who doesn't look as if they work out, you know, five, six days a week. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, how do I lose weight? And then you go to the doctor and the doctor's like, 
clearly not taking care of themselves. They got bags under their eyes. They're holding yep. a bunch of extra weight. Their shoulders are rolled forward. You're like, how do I become healthy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look at just like the modern day process of med school. I mean, it is anything but the epitome of health. And then these people are supposed to, you know, come out and, I mean, that's a whole nother rant. So I'll just stop there. But <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I have a cousin who's a doctor and she's incredibly healthy and she's like my goals. But, <laughs> but yeah. again, just that example of like, if, if you want to have something, it also requires you to get in the energy of it and some of the quickest ways to do that can be investing in coaching. It can be in putting yourself in rooms that maybe you're intimidated to be in, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we spoke about this a bit, about like that two degree rule, right? Of like, yeah. oh, I I can now see because the wind's at my back and I'm seeing like this person that I look up to is a friend of this person or this is happening here. And I'm curious, um, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about like how you how you started to step into these spaces more. Like what were some of the things that um, you did or that you took action on or you set time aside to do in order to find the right mentor, find the right mastermind and be in space with people that inspired you? You know, it's... I mean, how far back do we want to go um, is really the question. I, I've always surrounded myself. I was having a conversation earlier today with, with a friend. I've always surrounded myself by leaders. And it's just sort of, it's come natural to me. And, and I've always looked up to, let's say, these tech founders and these, you know, coaches and, you know, the, like the well-known ones like the Gabby Bernsteins and the Oprahs and the Tony Robbins and, and all of those. Um, and, and I now realize that, oh, that what you are attracted to is that what you already are and is simply waiting to be unveiled and, and unleashed. And so fast forward to six years ago, I was, um, I'd entered into yet another toxic relationship because that was my MO at the time. And, uh, you know, it's like a moth to a flame of like, oh, you've got a lot of unhealed trauma issues. Yes, let's date. Um, <laughs> I and, love red flags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're yeah. like, oh, that red flag is super sexy on you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Wonder what it was. Wonder what that red flag would look like on my bedroom exactly. floor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, this house looks like it's on fire. Let me run straight into it. Um, so yeah, I you know, I, I mean, thankfully, I found just the most amazing therapist, and that really kicked off the core of my of my health and healing journey. And so, you know, I, I describe myself as kind of an admitted like self-help and self-development junkie. Um, there's no modality that I won't try at least once or twice. Um, and, you know, that has given me a really broad range of experiences. And so, you know, fast forward a little bit more to, let's call it November of 2019. So just a few months before the pandemic hit, I... I was still in my advertising career, um, doing advertising sales, completely miserable in it because the universe had conspired to make me as miserable as possible in that job such that I would leave it. Uh, mind you, I was at 120% of my goal that year. I was making multiple six figures, all the things, right? 
I had all the carrots on the stick dangling in front of me to stay, but I hated it. And I finally bit the bullet and I invested $10,000 in what was the first version of Inlet. And it never launched um, because the pandemic hit. And it, let's just let's just say it wouldn't have been a good business model for, uh, you know, during a pandemic because it was going to be like an Airbnb for healing spaces. <laughs> um, and I... But I had to get over that energetic hump of investing that 10 grand into building something because I had a lot of money stories and I, I still do. I mean, you and I have talked about them in, you know, at various points. Um, so, so, but that was what got the ball rolling. And that was the first, let's say, major step that I took towards building it. And then in January of 2020, I just jumped off the cliff quit my job and said, I'm going all in um, because there were so many signs. And I just knew in my gut, like there, the financials didn't add up. I mean, all of the ego stories that I was telling myself, like I didn't have enough money, you know, saved up, you know, I wanted, I mean, I wanted safety, you know, right. You want the guarantee. That's what your ego is trying to do. Um, but I just, I, I listened and I knew in my gut and I talked to some friends and I talked to some advisors and I just knew that it was time. And and I had this feeling that I was going to be supported at every step along the way. But the universe wasn't going to show me those steps and that support until I met it and told it, I'm ready by jumping off this cliff. And, you know, I can without question say that I have been met with every piece of support that I need along the way. It's been a very tough journey for sure with a lot of ups and downs, but that's the entrepreneurial life and that's what you sign up for. And that's why you need that community around you of people who are also doing it, of people who are also in the arena with scars and wounds and, you know, but we're all running over to each other and helping stitch each other up and saying, Hey, you know, that was, don't, don't try to go head to head with that lion, <laughs> come over here, you know, cause this is more aligned for you. And um, yeah. And so I don't know if that answers your question, but it was, you know, that was just kind of the high level process of me kind of stepping into what I'm doing now in these gifts and, and creating what I've created. Mm. Yeah. Lots of, lots of tests, right? Lots of like, Oh yeah. Ooh, you just left your job. You just invested 10 grand. Oh, we're going to just close down the world and the possibility of that business working. And um, so you pivoted really really profoundly. So it went from an Airbnb for holistic spaces type of um, structure to mm -hmm. the direction of like an online platform. Can I hear a little bit more about that? Yeah. So it, it, the first version, actually, I um, it wasn't the pandemic that shut it down. It was, let's say, the looming pandemic. Um, and I'm not one to say like, oh, I saw it coming. But in February of 2020, I just got this gut feeling. And it was twofold. One of which was like, just don't do this. Like this isn't the version that this, that the world needs right now. And then, but the second piece was I wasn't as lit up by that version as I was the version that we initially built. 
And and I listened to it and it was, I mean, granted the Airbnb one, it was the safe version, right? Like there's kind of a model for it already out there, Airbnb, Verbo, like all these different platforms, but nobody had niched down and done it for the healing space yet. Um, I still think we might do it at some point, but so yeah, so said no to that, said goodbye to 10 grand because that's what I had invested in. And that was another, you know, hump that I had to get over of like, cut your losses, like just because you've invested so much in, like, cause I think so many of us, we spend so much time preserving what we've already built, whether that is a career in marketing sales and advertising. And you don't, you know, you don't want to lose all that, but it's like, no, I've been called to do this other thing. All of the experience adds up. Like you're not leaving behind the experience. You might just be leaving behind some sunk costs. Um, I'm, I'm digressing a bit from your original question, but the, the version that we actually initially launched of Inlet, in short, it was kind of like a LinkedIn for healers, therapists, and complementary medicine practitioners because the mission was to make them more accessible and make them easier to find um, because we all know that the, prax- uh, the, the process of finding a healer or a therapist is let's say less than ideal. I've been through it many, many times. And, you know, frankly, it still sucks, even with the broader array of tools that are available now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was yeah. that was the initial version. Yeah. And I think to like touch upon that, what you're really saying is like, yeah, you can find a therapist, you can Google them, but how do you find the therapist that also is a Reiki practitioner or does EFT or right. Like I've had five different therapists throughout my life and finally landed on one that I'm like, Oh, she also understands what it's like to be an entrepreneur and to, you know, care about like reprogramming my subconscious, not just talk therapy, but I want to go deep. Right. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so many intangibles that come along with finding a therapist. Cause it's, I mean, honestly, it's a lot like dating, where you might have to go and see a few different therapists before you actually find the right one that you click with. And unfortunately for, for most, and myself included, and this is after I had gone to therapy for five, six years prior to moving to Colorado, I didn't want to go through the process again of A, finding a therapist, but B, rehashing three and a half years of what I had already told my therapist in New York. And so I waited a year until the panic attacks came back and the anxiety came back and you know just all of it. And then it was just crisis mode. And then that's when, you know, because back to my original point of like, you know, people just wait too long, you know, because there's the whispers that come with kind of the initial, oh, something's a little off. Maybe I should go see a therapist. But then your ego's like, well, no, I'm not that bad off. I'm not as bad off as let's say that person or that friend or whomever. And then you do that for six months and then you're in crisis mode. So I think I went off topic a little bit, but yeah, that's just, that's at least my experience. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I think those are like really great examples to help people understand like the mission of Inlet and and where it's at and why it needed to pivot. But also, you know, going back to your story is like, we do hold on to things for a bit longer, right? Self-preservation, right? We want to keep ourselves safe, right? I invested 10 grand into this and it has to go somewhere. It has to go where I think it's supposed to go. Yes. And so I love that you also touched on how your intuition spoke to you through that, because this is like everybody who listens to this podcast 
I imagine maybe I can't guarantee this, but most people who are listening to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast are sitting here, you know, they they have both of these entities. Like I am in the woo-woo world and I also want to be a badass entrepreneur making multiple six, multiple seven figures, like yeah. giving people jobs, helping the world heal, investing in causes I care about. And there will be challenging lessons to learn. And there's that proverb I probably say in every episode, but hard choices, easy life, easy choices, hard life. And now we look at, you know, the last year of Inlet, that pivot must have been so hard. That pivot must have been like, oh, do I really want to let it go? This other one doesn't make sense logically, but hard choice, easy life. Now it's done amazing. It's, it's incredible. Well, actually, well, but that version, we pivoted again. And so that version that like the middle version that we're talking about, we pivoted again in October of last year because that version didn't take off. And like, just, I mean, I did a ton of user interviews beforehand and I had at least 40 or 50 therapists, healers, you know, naturopaths, other people being like, yes, we need this tool, please build it. So I built it and then no one fucking used it. And so, (laughs) um, which is typical, I mean, that's typical tech problem, you know, like people, what people say they want isn't always what they want. Right. Um, I mean, hell, we see it in the healing world all the time. People say they want transformation. People say they want change. People say they want to, you know, go on great dates and stop calling in the same, you know, crappy guys that they've been dating. But then when it comes time to actually do the work and make the changes, like they don't want to do it. You know, they don't want to show up. They don't want to eat the right foods. They don't want to, you know, whatever it, whatever, whatever change they're trying to make, like they're not willing to actually do it. And so, um, I don't know where I'm going with that, but (laughs) it was just sort of touching on, you know, what you were saying, but yeah. So we actually, we pivoted the platform again in October of last year to become the community platform that it is now. And we still haven't lost that original mission of, uh, kind of, let's say, like, de- hopefully, like, democratizing wellness and making it easier for people to find, you know, uh, practitioners. That's still kind of a, a a thing that we're focused on. But really, it's a it's a community platform now for any community in the health, spiritual, and self improvement space to have a private, a truly private space for their community to gather to commute, you know, to communicate digitally, to go through masterminds, to go through courses um, without having the privacy issues of a Facebook or any of the major social platforms um, or, you know, the annoyance of your crazy uncle posting about politics. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that's what it is now. So we've pivoted twice and, and it's, um, it's, you know, it was hard because the second time, the first time the lesson was, you know, let the 10 grand go, follow your gut. You're more lit up by this thing. And it was like, do the thing that's unproven, like the the core idea that you truly believe the world needs and trust that it'll work out. And when I say work out, I don't necessarily mean that it will be a successful platform or business, but it's the learnings that you take from it that you needed to learn those lessons moving forward because they will pay dividends in whatever the next endeavor is. And, you know, we've definitely seen that because, I mean, it was very apparent to me in September of last year that, you know, the first version wasn't working, or I guess it would be the second version now, wasn't working. And so, you know, we shut it down in early October, but I didn't know what to do next. 
Mm. And there was a very, very dark and difficult three weeks in October of 2020 that it was either like the only clear path I could see was shutting it down and then returning what money I could to my investors. But I just knew in my gut, I was like, no, that's not the answer. Like there's something here. And I just had to trust. And I kind of woke up most days like trying, trying to force something to happen. And then lo and behold, on a retreat, talking to a friend who's owns a, a business. And she was like, oh, we might be able to, to use this. And I was like, oh, how so? And thus the new version of Inlet was born at, as a community platform. And it literally happened through a random conversation with somebody I had just met. We're good friends now, but I had met her two days prior on the retreat and we we're just standing in the kitchen. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of trust and a lot of... Um, let's say blind faith, like blind faith coupled with that gut feeling of keep going. The answer will reveal itself. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Super important. I had a few things come up that I was like, Oh, I want to like ask some more questions. about. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think the first one just to like take a breather for anybody out there who's like really resonating with you know, having that dark period of what do I do? Like, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? Um, maybe you can just give them some, some words of advice and a little, a little reminder if they're in that space. First, I would say, take a break, like take a step back because one of my faults that I often run into is trying to force something to happen, trying to be the one that's, you know, to say like, I have to make this happen. And which is very much reinforced by our culture, you know, especially in America. Um, And, you know, depending on your human design, that could be doubly or triply, you know, uh, disadvantageous (laughs) for you. Um, But yeah, I would say first take a step back and just get the support you need. I mean, I I think the biggest thing that I did was I just immediately reached out to friends, mentors, advisors, and said, this is where I'm at. I'm I'm not sure what to do next. I don't actually even have a question right now, but I just need to be seen in this process for where I'm at right now. Because then that removes shame. That removes anything just like, let's say not just residual, but, but any of these, um, let's say unnecessary <laughs> blocks that you can run into. Cause if you're in a shame spiral, I mean, that's gonna, that's gonna be so much harder, you know, to pull out. And I've, I mean, I've been there, but yeah, I mean, reach out to your people first and foremost, and just say, Hey, I need to be seen. Can you hold this container for me and, and allow me to, to move through this process because this is what's going on. And then three days later, you might be calling them out of the blue saying, hey, I just got this ping, but they know what's going on. And so they're able to just help you and, and show up for you that much faster. And, and so, yeah, just, yeah, be seen is, is I would say the very first step that's going to make this dark night so much easier for you. And that's not to say it's going to be easy, but it'll be easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and second is go inward, go inward. And inward might be dark, 
I mean, it was those three weeks in, in October of last year for me were incredibly dark because I'm usually chock full. Of, I mean, you know me, I'm chock full of ideas. I'm always like, I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, I mean, typical manifesting generator with an open uh, crown. Um, I'm always getting downloads about stuff. That doesn't mean it's all for me, but there were no downloads coming <laughs> in, in October of 2020. And that was really scary because I just, I truly didn't know what to do next. But if I'm, you know, if I'm being really, and I'm not saying this was easy, it was, this is kind of like a retroactive dissecting of what happened, but I did still pay attention to that little voice inside that just said, keep going. Like there's light somewhere at the end of this tunnel. And, and me going inward didn't necessarily mean that I came up with the idea. It was sparked through the conversation with my friend Shauna. But, but then, then the idea came. You know, then the full download came after that. So that was, that's, that's what I would say you know, people can do. But yeah, I mean, really pay attention to self-care during that process during that process and allow for it. Like know that. So I, if anybody listening listens to Lacey Phillips and her podcast, it's phenomenal. But she talks about this idea of the magic dark, meaning that dark period that one might go through before the big breakthrough happens. It can happen in dating. It can happen in business. It can happen in any area of your life. But it's, it's that you've said yes to yourself and to the universe so many times that you've cleared away all of the noise and all of the muck such that it might look like there are no men left for you to date, right? Or no women left for me to date um, because I've, I'm so clear and I'm so aligned and I'm so specific on what I'm looking for. And so, you know, that might be three weeks, six weeks, like however long where you just think it's really just never going to happen. And you're really, I mean, it's, you're at that rock bottom and that's when it usually pops. That's when it usually reveals itself. Mm. Yeah. I love this piece about, you know, breaking the shame cycle and breaking, you know, maybe there's also guilt tied into the shame cycle. For sure. Yeah. Right. And it's, uh, duh, we grew up in the society that's telling us climb the corporate ladder be perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for women, it's like, make sure you do your hair, make sure you do your makeup. Oh, you'd be so much prettier if you just put some eyeliner on. Right. Oh or <laughs> hey, why don't, why don't you ever smile? <laughs> you should hey. smile more. Every, hey. every girl loves that pickup line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here really hoping. I don't think I've ever said that to any women in a bar. I just, I got, I hope not. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe in a past life, maybe in a past life, <laughs> let's be honest, probably in a past life. <laughs> and, and also when you know better, you do better. And it's the same thing right. with failure. And that's really, you know, from your story, what you're taking away, if I could wrap it up in any way, it would be drop the shame cycle. It's not a failure. What can you learn? Yeah, absolutely. And and if I can add to that a little bit, because I just kind of got another download around this. Um, what do you need to let go of? Because when you're in that magic dark, sometimes, 
Sometimes it's either you're so aligned that what I just described sort of happens, or sometimes you're trying to hold on to how it needs to go or what it needs to look like. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was always at the core for when we were pivoting was creating more access to health, healing, and you know, practitioners and, and community. And that was true with the first version, but more serving the practitioner side of they need space, you know, and they need flexible space. And then the second version was, you know, kind of serving both, you know, but trying to make it easier. And then when we were trying to, you know, pivot to the the third version at the core, I mean, so the the mission statement of the last one was heal the world by removing all barriers that exist between a person and the help and healing that they need. And so when I was trying to think of like, what do we do to pivot to? Like what is still aligned with that mission? And the current version is still very much aligned with that mission statement. We, we changed it a bit because it's really, you know, healing the world through community and through belonging in community. But when you're in that magic dark, go back to your mission, you know, go inward, go back to your mission and say, forget the how, forget the what, but what's the mission? Because there might be something that you need to let go of. Like in my case, the 10 grand and the very first version that we built such that it'll clear the way for the next version. And so that's, yeah, that's just another piece that I'll add to this puzzle. Yeah. Ooh, I love this. I really, I feel that there has been such a powerful theme in this episode and simultaneously, as I mentioned earlier, um, Patrick is a Gemini and a manifesting generator. So I was like, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. And did, 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 did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually, we really stayed with this theme of like, turn up the volume on your mission. Like, let that be so much louder and keep refining and refocusing until it gets really at the core of things and let yourself build things around that. Let yourself pivot, but have that be your anchor and let yourself see the fear and do it anyway, because you've got the wind at your back, which is your mission, right? The power of that, the support of that and the, the highest and greatest good, right? Those, those forces that support us when we're in alignment with the mission. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I would even say like, if you're not at least somewhat, if not a lot afraid and fearful of what you're trying to do, you're either not thinking big enough or you're not letting your light shine bright enough. And and I don't mean that as a criticism or to shame anyone. It's just that when we truly are shining in our brightest light, kind of going back to what I said earlier, there's there's some fear there. You know, there's some fear of how big can I actually be. And I just want to encourage everyone out there to to really embrace that fear and know that that's the path. That is truly the path. And you've got the wind at your back. You've got the people at your back. Whether, they, whether they're in your sphere now or they're just waiting in the wings because they're, you know, the universe is waiting for you to take that leap and to jump off that cliff and then everything else will appear. And you'll be able to build that airplane on the way down. Mm. Beautiful. Sounds like some hard work building an airplane on the way down, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you get help. 
you get help. I mean, you know, like you don't have to build the airplane yourself. You can, you know, like the mechanics that'll, you know, just kind of like fly by here and there. Yeah. One of the things I was like, oh, we're totally going to talk about the masculine and feminine in business. And right now I'm like, you're thinking about building the airplane. I'm thinking about like sitting back and letting the parachute take me. Maybe like, you know, a, a team of people carry me through there. <laughs> How can I do nothing? <laughs> How can I be completely in my feminine? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. I mean, there there is a balance between that, but but it's not necessarily, it's not this, I guess that, yeah, maybe it was a poor metaphor, but but the uh it's not this scrambling to to build like you're going to fall as long as you need to fall <laughs> as long as your tr- as long as the trust factor is there you're not going to hit the ground plain and simple you know and and it's but it's when you cut yourself off you know that's when you might that's when you might hit i mean it could have happened to me late last year when we decided to pivot again but but the pieces will appear <laughs> easily the, you know, and the people to put them together can also appear. Cause that's one of the things that's very come up, you know, come up into my consciousness lately is like, I don't actually have to do it all. I can call in help. I can direct people to, to do it. Cause it's, you know, it's very much aligned with my energy and it's in my human design chart and all these different things um, that, you know, my, the best use of my energy is not always in the doing it's in the, Oh, come up with the idea find the person to execute and manage from a high level. And so, yeah, just call and help. I mean, you do this, like you've got a team, right? I mean, you think about if you were trying to execute everything that you do alone, you know, if you didn't have Rachel on your side, if you didn't have, you know, these other folks helping you put the pieces together, it frees up so much energetic space and it allows your container, it allows what you're bringing forth to be bigger. It allows your light to shine brighter. Yeah. Yeah, it clears up those energy leaks as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to say about that is also knowing, like, what what is your zone of genius? And what is working that maybe is right underneath your nose that has been working the whole time that you can just lean into, right? The path of least resistance, like that does exist for every single one of us. That's like a huge part of my coaching and my mission and how I mentor people is, okay, you've got all of this gold, but is all of it meant for you? And some of it might be weighing you down on your journey, right? Like it might be a little too heavy. What if you dropped that and leaned into, you know, this area of your business or your work or your way of being that people are magnetized to, that people find so interesting, then look around you and see what you're not good at and just drop the shame cycle. It doesn't matter if you're not good at it. Somebody out there loves to do that. And that's what I see with you in Inlet is like, you have this team that you have all these different people and they each love what they do. And same thing with my team, you know, shout out to my team who's amazing. And each of them have these very particular skills that are not my skills. Yeah. And and it also comes in seasons and it comes in waves because I'm at a point within now where I was actually talking about this with my therapist earlier today, where I'm not feeling particularly lit up because we're in a different season and I need to, hire people with different skills because I'm at the edge of my skill set with 
certain things, you know, with user acquisition, with, you know, various things that, that we need help with. It's, it's not in my wheelhouse. It was, you know, up until this point, but we're in a different stage now. We're in a different season with the business. And so, but what does light me up is the prospect of finding really smart people who are far more intelligent than I am, maybe overall, but certainly in particular areas that that I can manage, that I can, you know, allocate various resources to, and that I can give an opportunity to, to step into their calling and to step into what lights them up with a mission-driven platform. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So before we close out, I have one more question for you. Oh, oh you just gave me a, oh, you gave me the oh. one, she just gave me the <laughs> one eyebrow raise, y'all. And I'm... <laughs> I'm sort of regretting maybe telling you that anything goes in this <laughs> podcast episode because I'm like, what are you going to ask now? <laughs> What's coming? You know, when you gave me that permission slip earlier, I was like, oh, we're going to have so much fun. I'm going to ask the hardest questions. And I feel like, you know, we just talk and it it comes out exactly how it's meant to. Obviously, there was a very clear theme here today that was really powerful and this is actually an easy question. I just wanted to oh. I just wanted to see your reaction if I said it that way. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay, I'm into it. Hit me. <laughs> it's, it's fun for me. <laughs> the other thing about me, for those of you who don't know me on like a, a really intimate level um, or have been in like mentorship or friendship with me is like I'm definitely a fairy. And so we have that little like trickster energy, but this is true. This is very true. Yeah. But I, I won't throw you under the bus and ask you something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I would just love for you to share with the audience what's next for you. Like, what what are you working on? What are you bringing to the world now? Um, yeah, sorry for the long pause. I'm just kind of dropping in and trying to come up with the most aligned answer here. It really what's next is me empowering others to shine in their brightest light because I feel like I am now embodying my brightest light. And this is new within the last, especially the last few weeks. Um, I've really been trying to embody my divine masculine energy. I've really been, you know, working on this uh, CEO energy And, you know, if you're familiar with human design, I've got the King gate and I've actually got that whole channel in my human design chart. And it's, it is, it's the CEO gate and it's that high level. And I've got so many things that I'm working on right now that I'm bringing forth. Um, I feel like this puts a nice cherry on top of this conversation that I have to have help for all of this because I'm cultivating a men's group that is in its nascent stages and empowering more men to heal and bringing more men into this work and standing in their brightest light um, and embodying a truly magnetic version of the divine masculine. Um, so I'm working on that. I'm you know getting into coaching as well, um, probably leaning towards men, but also absolutely open to working with women who need the divine masculine container 
in which to do the work and maybe even be healed by a present uh, divine masculine container who's done the work um, because maybe their experience with the masculine in the past is men who haven't. I mean, let's be honest, that's most women's experience, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so yeah, so that, and then moving into fundraising with Inlet because we need to grow and we need to fundraise. And you know, that's a whole process in and of itself of kind of building out, here's the 18-month vision and here's where I think it needs to go. And really adding on this discovery piece, really kind of putting the fuel behind the fire of making Inlet a a place where people are inspired to be, you know, cause right now it's a great tool for mindful communities. We want to add this whole discovery piece where you can actually discover um, the community that you need and anybody can just kind of stumble upon it and find that belonging. So there's that as well. And then energy healing as well. And there's probably, there's some combination that is brewing. It actually started brewing this morning of, of all of these where Pretty soon, I'll probably be offering some sort of like a six to eight week container of coaching, energy healing, uh, peeling back the layers on, you know, old stories um, and really, you know, helping unleash what you want to do in the world, but more so who you want to be in the world. Mm. Some good stuff right there. I mean, that was a very manifesting generator answer because you're like, what's next? And I'm like, here's six things. <laughs> <laughs> and and that key piece of, yeah, I get to do six things and I get to get a lot of support from it, which people Big need time. to hear. Yeah. 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 Thank you for... Um, for being transparent about that and not saying, Oh, I'm doing six things and I'm super successful all on my own. Like no. this is why I really wanted to have you on the show is because of how you show up. And, you know, as a woman speaking to somebody who's standing in that space of doing this work and, um, and being really present to how we as a collective need the divine masculine to step forward. I just want to say thank you. And for those of you who are out there who are, you know, maybe like me who have dated Peter Pan boys or spiritual frat boys most of her life and not seen consistency in the divine masculine. We thank you. We thank you very big time. It's an honor to be your friend and to witness you and, and see that you really do embody that. Thank you. Um, it is truly an honor to receive that. And, and I say that as someone who's working on receiving. Um, and it's, yeah, you can't do it alone. I mean, there's, there's no way, there's no way. Cause I, I have been operating in that shadow masculine of trying to do it all myself and hit a wall of burnout a few weeks ago and hopped on a plane to Mexico to do a little reset <laughs> and then came back. And it's just so apparent now. And it's so apparent how much support is available if you just ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The universe is ready to bless each and every one of us with the exact oh, yeah. support we need. We just need to say yes. And sometimes invest multiple five figures. <laughs> this is also true. Yes. Yeah. And it's also happy to help you in making three times that amount, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you told a story the other day about, you know, investing in something within the last couple of weeks. And then that investment was 
returned threefold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, literally. And it was funny because that, that invoice, I knew it was coming, but it was supposed to be paid like a week or two later, I think, or, and you know, it was supposed to be on a different timeline. So yeah, that stuff happens all the time. That's actually one of the things that I was like, Oh, we're going to talk about that today. So please join us for another episode sometime in the future, friends. <laughs> We're going to talk all about money on one episode for sure. But as for today, again, Patrick, thank you so much for coming in, for sharing your story, for inspiring these wonderful people who are tuning in to the audience. I appreciate and love each of you and your support. And I love hearing back from you. Um, I do get a number of um, Instagram messages, mostly Instagram, you know, that's my favorite platform. And just hearing from so many of you that this podcast has, you know, inspired you or activated you in some way, really, it keeps the ball rolling. So thank you. And if you have any questions for me, for Patrick, um, if you have any thing that you would like to share, my, my inbox is open. And I'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to connect with Patrick, I will let Patrick take the mic and tell you all about that. Uh, let's see. You can find us at Inlet Community on Instagram. Uh, you can also reach out to me personally. It's Murph underscore P is my handle, uh, M-U-R-P-H underscore P. Um, or you can just shoot me an email. Uh, email is patrick at inletproject.com. Um, and if you forget any of that, just reach out to Caitlin and ask her how to get a hold of me because she knows all of that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be sure to put your information in the in the notes. I'm blanking on the word. The, the caption, the description of this podcast. <laughs> yes, the show notes. I, th I think that's, I think show notes is how they say it in the biz. <laughs> I think I heard someone say that. Yeah, let's, let's sound official. You know, it's the end of the show when I'm like, what's the name of this word that I just use all the time but forget right now? So this yeah, we'll true. put information there. And until next time, be well, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. We'll chat soon. If you loved this episode, share it somewhere that like-minded people can find it. Our goal is to help heart-centered leaders, healers, and coaches change the world with their work. So the more ears we can get this into, the better. Feel free to like, subscribe, review. And if you want to get in touch with me and dive a little deeper, let's connect on Instagram at Caitlin Ann Marie. You can always tag me or DM me about your experience listening. And I'd love to hear from you. Talk soon.